Welcome to, to Disasterist, <laughs> the survival podcast from people who take movies too seriously. Oh yeah, it's your new tagline. Isn't yeah, it? Uh, I'm Shane. Johnny. Uh, we're not normally in a cafe, but we're in a cafe again. <laughs> the second time we're let out of the bunker. And yeah, yeah. A mishap happened, similar to the mishap that we failed at honor party. Our wag- we took it wrong, we took the Hastings cut off and we ended up in a coffee shop instead, yeah. rather than in our studio. <laughs> our bunker, you mean? Our bunker. Do you want to explain why, why we're um, in the cafe yeah, there's, there's, a, there's a strike on uh, the trams in Dublin. It was really hard to get from <laughs> A to B, so we ended up meeting in the middle again. Kind of thing. We met halfway. Yeah, yeah. Um, and both did a long walk and met in the middle, basically. So, yeah. <laughs> Such a couldn't get to the studio <laughs> here and like here like we can't avoid those type of disasters no no that news. was <laughs> that's a city wide disaster I was I was so annoyed because I was standing at um, we call the tram the Lewis in our Dublin um, and I was at the Lewis stop and I was like topping up my card yeah and then I looked up at the like the electronic thing that tells you when the next one is and it had like this big long stream of text going by and I was like what's that this is like oh due to the strikes blah, blah, blah. I was like Oh fuck! I completely forgot about this. I only heard like it talked about it on the radio the other day, and I didn't even think anything about it again. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm so annoyed. You, yeah, like I heard it. Like everybody knew there was this big strike happening, coming. Like, but yeah, I just yeah. completely forgot. Yeah. Um, so it was like it's, it's a classic uh, story of was it the company's increased profits over the last like year of like. 30% or something yeah. and they haven't given a wage increase in like 6 years or something yeah and they've, got, they've gone up like 30% a year in sales revenue I think the tram drivers want essentially what are the same pay that Irish Rail gives the train drivers I think they want yeah, the same yeah. deal they have yeah. um, I don't know if that's the same I don't know how what union the it's, whole union it's all the one union yeah, I think so yeah but you know, no, no, I don't know if it's you know the union rules with train drivers where they have to switch drivers every certain every. I, I don't know if it's oh, yeah. time or number of miles, but bus yeah. bus has it too. I don't know if yeah. it's stuff where they're looking for things like that too. I don't know if they already have. Yeah, it. I don't know what way they do. But well, I guess that's a good uh, way to go into a, another type of train, a, a wagon train. Absolutely, because <laughs> we're continuing with the Donner Party because we had. Oh, you were doing um, the road as our last episode, didn't it? So well, we done the road, did. and then we put up the from the archive episode of the. Dog oh, episode. sorry, yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. Which so we're gonna, it's probably too late to mention it, but if you find yourself listening to this, having not listened to the Donner Party episode, go listen to that because we're essentially yeah. that tells the story, and this is going to be us talking about how we'd survive it. Yeah, kind of. Um, I'd eat you, and then I'd win. <laughs> Actually, no, there's probably not. So we'll see here, you so. next week. <laughs> Have a nice Stay apocalypse. safe and uh, be prepared. I couldn't do that to oh, people. I'd be so tempted though. <laughs> do like So we'd start with the tram. <laughs> do this as a separate episode. Just kidding, we're back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Leave it up for a day. And, uh, be our be- our best listened to episode of all. Turns out we just need to make them shorter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Although, looks like the best, uh, the longest is the best, the most downloaded. Oh, really? The road got more downloads in. Oh, of course, that was really long. In it one, it got more downloads in one week than 
Everglade like, the, the Podbean only counts the last like two months or something, so you can't. Yeah. Because I, I think like the first, the few Mad Max ones got a few hundred when the first week. Yeah. But most other ones have like 50 and 60. Like over six weeks, Hunger Games got 60. Yeah, yeah. And the road got 200. <laughs> it not wasn't even a week. It, it, it hit 200 on day four. Wow. Yeah, and that's, that's the longest incredible. that episode, even the edited version was an hour and 40 minutes. Like, Yeah, it was a long episode. Right, so you've got a couple of notes there for me. Um, no, li- no, that's not something like that. These are literally the names, so I'm not going to just oh, read yeah, out yeah. names. Of, yeah. No, okay, yeah, yeah. Um, do you want to do a sl- really quick recap then? Um, did you, uh, for uh, me? <laughs> the one thing I told you to do was listen to the episode. <laughs> I totally forgot about it. Uh, um, I think, no, because like this will be the I remember fourth recap no, yeah, within no, two okay, episodes. Yeah, yeah. No, I remember. If story, anybody yeah. doesn't know about the Dollar Party, just listen to the last episode. Yeah, yeah. I think we've already decided you need me. Well, well it wouldn't necessarily be the logical choice. Because I probably have more meat on me. You can't eat yourself, though. I did actually <laughs> while I was walking down to you I saw a poster of her an Exodus gig in the academy oh, right. and the cover of their album that's the cover for the poster is just like it looks like zombies in like a dungeon and they're all just eating their arms their own arms yeah it's, it's fun, really it's funny. really weird <laughs> it's so graphic though and it's beside like a Peter Pan player so there's a poster <laughs> for a children's play on the side. that's brilliant it's hilarious but well, we talked about on the road how that diet. It, also, it's really weird that we're talking about this in the cafe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, we we said that during the uh, road run that we we're going to get more into the negative effects of yeah how it's cannibalism not. and all that kind of stuff. So the first one, which we did already talk about two episodes ago, but to recap how it's just we figured it wasn't a sustainable diet anyway. Yeah, because. Anybody in this circumstance is only going to be about 130 pounds or 35 pounds was what I reckoned. And I wasn't yeah. basing that on anything other than like I think I was going by like one of the lighter UFC divisions. But since then, yeah, I did find out that during the Civil War, the average soldier was 135 pounds. pounds. So it was a really good guess. So <laughs> that would be and like in the, the Donner, would, yeah, it's the pretty close. Would have been about that weight. Yeah, yeah. you'd be about that weight if you're living in the road because you need to be able to survive. That's what we figured. Like you fall below yeah, 135, yeah. you're probably not going to be able to. No, run and away. if you're over it, you're going to be down to it very quickly as well. Yeah, yeah. Like there's kind of a sustainable weight you can manage as a human. I think. Yes. Yeah, and we of, of still being. Uh, I suppose as healthy as you could possibly be but with like no excess fat to get you through winter <laughs> yeah <laughs> basically yeah and that's and the other thing was like just I guess we, uh, it doesn't we can call out if it's uh, repeating it too much but the maths we had done was that uh, a human has the same muscle fat ratio as a bear oh, yeah. 700 calories a pound wasn't that it? I think so yeah yeah and is it a pound or a kilo? 700 calories a pound. Um, the average post-apocalyptic survivor would be 130 pounds. Yeah. You'd lose 40 pounds of bones and organs, so you're left with 54,000 calories. Yeah. For the whole Realistically, body. Realistically, that's going to... You might stretch a week out of that. Yeah. Well, it was... Um, 54,000 calories, and if you were... Oh, sorry. If you'd done it down to 15,000 a day as opposed to the 200... 
2,500 are they? That's what I'd reckon. Like, it's 200 and... Or 2,500 we need, isn't it? May, they say men need between 2,000 and 2,500. Women need between 1,500 and 2,000. Yeah, so I was going with a day. The low, like, if you're rationing... The 1,500. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I reckon it was 36 days. Yeah. Per human. Yeah, yeah, of body. So yeah, yeah. that's a lot of people you need to go through. Yeah, because that's per person. Yeah. As well. That's the thing. So if you're in a community of people to survive... Well, you think about... Yeah, well, that's it. We were doing it. That match was done for the road but with the Donner Party. You're talking about, I think, 89 people in total. Yeah. Um, so if one person dies, that one person that you might feed from is feeding 88 people. Yeah, that's... So that's a day. Yeah, that's... It's not sustainable. <laughs> and as well, you're getting a lot of kind of negative calories because you're just getting the meat... Yeah. Protein, you're missing out on a lot of. Well, that's getting into the diet, that's another thing, sorry. Um, oh, no, no, you, no, what are you going to say? No, I'm, I'm going too far up on it. Okay. Um, but no, the. Well, I'm sorry, I'll go back to what I was saying there with, when you were looking for that was with the whole, uh, you know, keeping fat to get you through the winter and all that kind of stuff. And um, I'm not a fat person or anything. This sounds like a fat person. Yeah, yeah, But um, I, I always get so annoyed every year at this whole, like, New Year, New You drive for people to, like lose weight. Yeah, stuff like that. because if you think about it, like you're supposed to have get, have a little bit of weight for winter. Yeah, and January is not the time to be burnt like going on low calorie diets like your fifteen hundred. Yeah, eating, yeah. eating just loads of protein, going to the gym three four days a week. Like, yeah, you should at least wait till mid-February, end of February, where you're starting to get into spring to do it, because to survive through the cold winter, you need that body fat to keep you warm and that kind of stuff. So, yeah, yeah. Um, and especially when you get to survival scenarios, um, you're going to hold on to every calorie you can get. Yeah. And I just think it's really funny how nowadays everybody's obsessed with like low-calorie diets and stuff like Anytime I go away with people and they're like, you're loads of restaurants have like calorie counts on menus now I'm like I don't give a fuck like, and, and I'm all about eating healthy and organic and mm. like that grow my own veg and all that. like I'm all about that but I don't really get this whole uh, eating negative calories and trying to lose weight kind of thing I'm just like, I'd rather be I'd rather be able to run 10 kilometers and be fit than just be skinny and have a six pack yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't think you need, you'll get a, like if you're just having low calorie you're not really going to have a six pack you're just going to be e- able to see whatever muscle you have because there's nothing yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. like that muscle still yeah. won't actually look in any way to find or be yeah, functional yeah. like yeah. like I, I used to work in a gym and all the other guys were just so obsessed with like getting cut for summer all the time yeah and, and they would just kill themselves like absolutely kill themselves for months and months and months for a two week holiday in Ibiza where they could show off their six perfect yeah, six pack but you know what they're the people you want on the on your wagon train because yeah. the safest the, the best parts of the human feet would be the muscle absolutely yeah, yeah. apparently actually the brain as well but it's also the riskiest but that'd be oh for disease and yeah, stuff, yeah, yeah but it's the best in for actual nourishment because it like, probably has the most like amino acids and protein yeah yeah because most of the rest of the oh, so weird talking about this yeah, yeah. a code word uh, the rest of the body would have like the just tissue in that can be like very infectious and just be full of like like um toxins, toxins or yeah not even stuff that's gonna like necessarily do you damage but 
as in it's not going to spread disease but it might make you sick it's just are not just not going to do anything for you yeah yeah well in a simple way like you, do you ever get like a massage or go to like a physio or anything like mm. that? and where they are breaking up like stiff muscles and all that kind of stuff if you don't um, like drink a lot of water afterwards you can end up feeling really like so all the toxins come out of your muscles and like yeah, go into yeah, your bloodstream yeah. then and you feel really crappy and sometimes you like you end up like you feel you get a cold you feel like you're getting a cold and stuff afterwards because it's all that's like trapped inside your muscle tissue and yeah, it's yeah. all these like toxins well, it's the same if you go for a, a like a good run or like a, a relatively long workout like and you yeah. for, for whatever reason like forget to like rehydrate or just don't bother you just yeah, pull yeah. off like you, it's amazing how different it feels like yeah yeah run, it, like you, you can't heal as easily and yeah. stuff like so I imagine like there's just so much of that crap in but as well that's the other thing is and it's always the same in a survival situation like you you're in a survival situation where you say okay you're lost in the woods or your parachute went down the wrong place in the woods or something like that and you have to um, resort to like snares to catch animals and eat them and yeah, stuff. yeah it's purely survival it's purely short term as well yeah like yeah. the what a lot of people don't think about is like if you have a chicken farm and you want to eat a chicken you kill it like a week before you want to eat it yeah yeah <laughs> like exactly. you kill it and you hang it yeah and the same with like beef like most beef hangs for like what 30 days yeah, yeah. Like and then like certain like wild game is longer I think like yeah, yeah. Bears, it's like six weeks and stuff yeah yeah because to, to let it be so again if you're I could be wrong. Nobody to take that advice. So I yeah, could be yeah. wrong. But if you're if you're in a situation where you're killing um, other people for the you're going to be eating it straight away. So there's a lot more. It's going to be shittier, tougher meat. Yeah. There's going to be a lot more bacteria. We see the, the thing with like, survival cannibalism. And that's what this is like. Survival cannibalism. You. Uh, it's not a long term solution to anything. Yeah, yeah. But also, like, the thing is, like, you're talking about chicken and game meat and stuff you would be cooking whereas they like they, they, they did cook but you're best off not to because right, to get you, the full nutrition yeah you lose most stuff so in which case you wouldn't want to be hanging stuff but also remember like it was that was one of the worst winters ever recorded them hanging doesn't really make a difference because it's just, no, it's it's just, just freezing <laughs> yeah so they're just preserving the body like. I suppose yeah I didn't think about it but you are right in, in general like yeah. in a different scenario like you know trapped like desert island the same thing but on another, in another region yeah, yeah it would make sense but yeah yeah and that's the funny thing actually with because um, like if we talk about in terms of like how could you could you turn like you know do you think you you, you would go the way the honours yeah like thing. would that like how how long before um, you decide oh, okay we'll just we'll eat you them. I know, adapted really, really have to depend. Because I think when you look at it, like two of the most famous um, cases uh, is the Donner Party and yeah. the flight in the end, the crash in the Andes oh, the, in 72. Uh, the footballers, the, yeah. uh, so in the f- f- alive. Yeah, for people that don't know, in 1972, a plane, uh, a rugby team, crashed rugby team. in the Andes in. Yeah, in 72, and they turned to cannibalism. And I guess, yeah. like, Alfred Packer, kind like, that's a pretty famous one. Yeah. Um, not quite he the may same. or may not have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But somebody, yeah. somebody, yeah, somebody there anyway, we know that much. Yeah, yeah. We, we did an episode on that as well, you know. First, yes, yes, yes. first, first episode. Yeah, it was. 
Um, so it's probably really crap because it's yeah. their first ever bag up. Um, but anyway, in all those like famous stories, they all yeah. take place either you know in the Andes, which a snowy mountain, yeah. or during winter, yeah, in the wilderness. Yeah. But what I think why like those people turn is because they're all trapped. You can't yeah. move far. Like literally, the guys no, in the trapped Andes by the landscape. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So when somebody passes. You can't you, you you can't move away from the the body. No, you can bury them, but they're still close to you, and it's cold that they're just perfectly preserved. Yeah. Um, so they're perfectly preserved. So you're like, even if the thought enters your mind that oh, if things get bad enough, I could eat somebody. When you're yeah. looking at the preserved body <laughs> for days, imagine how more tempting it is. Yeah, you're sitting there looking at a pile of meat, like yeah, kind of. So it's so much easier hungry <laughs> whereas if you're on a it's desert t- the same thing happens on a desert island in a few days it's rotten covered it's in rotten flies and, yeah, yeah. You've met, and then you don't need to think about it anymore so I think you're no. more likely to turn in the, 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 yeah, it's, it's the more, times when people turn see, it seems to be more a winter thing and then again it's the same like in the road it's they're in a perpetual winter yeah. from any number of possible things the sun is gone the crops are dead so they're in this like it's just get as as you described it, it's getting colder and colder, and so that's where they turn to it. Like the only other stories I know of, even kind of like the Franklin expedition. Again, that's in the Antarctic. Yeah. The other one is the what's the? It's like from the 1600s. It was like a boat of British immigrants in like Virginia or somewhere. And that was winter as well. <laughs> yeah. Like they're all. Yeah. In winter and somewhere. And then the only the case you hear about it is like it's more tribal cannibalism. Yeah. And that's and that's that's different. almost a. Um, that's a kind of full full domination over your enemy kind of thing yeah yeah, yeah. I, remember, I remember watching a I was watching some documentary recently and there was it was very recent like in the last 10 years there was these two filmmaker adventure guys went into this like remote village and they interviewed the chief and stuff and he was talking about how he's like eating his enemies and stuff yeah, yeah. and like really like candidly yeah. <laughs> and he was just like oh I wouldn't do that anymore and that was when I was a young man kind of thing again we talked about that in not that specifically yeah, yeah. but we talked about those instances in yesterday's news today as well yeah, yeah like with the British explorer who was going to be eaten but then like he befriended the chief and he liked him so they let him go and he yeah, yeah. his daughter <laughs> but but it's real. It's a real that kind of thing. It's like, um, it's a real. Uh, it that's more kind of the same kind of thing. Of like it'd be nearly a Viking kind yeah, of thing yeah. as well. Of like, I'm gonna eat his heart. I'm gonna but drink his blood. That's you know, that real of, kind of. The um, road has a mix, as a bit of that to it too. Like when yeah, you have yeah. like the heads on pikes and that. Yeah. I was gonna say Klingon, and then no, no, Vikings more realistic. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like we'll dine on the blood of our enemies. But so you think like it's fair to say like, it's fair to say survival cannibalism kind of goes hand in hand with winter survival most definitely yeah. and like I'm sure like there is even other stories of ha- I've heard but like most from what I can remember it's like all from the frontier days all during winter yeah so yeah you just won't be as tempted and then there's, there's kind of that typical story of the you know trapped in a lifeboat at sea and yeah yeah straws. And I can buy, even that's kind of the same. I guess you can just throw somebody overboard, but then they're just going to draw sharks, like so. That's even yeah, worse. especially if you're if you're on like a raft with no way of uh, movement, moving away from there. Like you're relying on tides. So if you throw someone overboard, the tide is going to 
they're going to follow you and then the sharks are going to follow the body and it's it's going to be near you the whole time it'll be unnerving like. but, uh, but I suppose you'd eventually have to just get rid of someone though yeah, you? yeah even if you work you have to get away you'd be, like, oh, oh, you'd be like I'll take a shin and so what are the best parts to eat or well apparently like I said the muscle in the brain yeah but any particular like cuts what's your favourite cut <laughs> um, I would I would have thought like some loin or some uh, well, back the leg like that big thick muscle the back of your, your leg just in general I don't like lamb shanks so I'd be into the, I'd be into like a nice shin bone I shank just, I don't like lamb at all so no. um, I know the what's your favourite what, what type of meat would you eat most if I've, I always say this if there was a virus, right? And they put it to popular vote. Okay, we can cure the virus that will only save one edible animal. Okay. So we put it to vote. Yeah. So because whatever way the disease, say it's a, we only have time to develop the cure for one animal. Yeah, yeah. And the, here's the here's the choices. So it's lamb, beef, pork, chicken. Say. To the choice to go, okay, we have time to develop a cure for one of these, yeah, yeah, yeah. and the rest would be wiped out, gone forever. Yeah, uh, pork, most definitely, because, well, pork isn't it? Pig is the animal, right? It's the most versatilely used, I think, because you have you could still have a big variety because you have pork, mm. straight pork, which is your like your chops, yeah, mince, and your roast, right. You're telling your me all these meat come from one magic animal. Did you, then you got your hams and your bacons and your sausages and your black and white pudding and stuff, which is an Irish thing. It's a blood, blood sausage. Um, and it's just such a versatile animal compared to like beef you just get yeah, beef like off of. You don't get... Okay, you get corned beef, which is basically the same thing. as It goes through a similar process to, say, ham, but it's not as versatilely different. You wouldn't get as, you wouldn't get bored of eating pig all the time, no, compared to, say, lamb or beef or chicken. Is my argument? You? You're well, lamb wouldn't even come into the equation. Oh. Um, so who you vote for? Am I allowed to? Can I cheat and like? I know there's two separate animals, but can turkey? Can I have both turkey and chicken? Yeah. Then yeah, I go yeah. turkey and chicken. Oh, okay. Yeah. They're they're similar. Let's say, okay, the cure for chicken is the same for turkey. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're that closely related genetically. They're probably completely different. But they are, they kind but of are, in this scenario, let's say they There's are. so little you can do with either of them that, like, it, they almost can't stand up against pork. It needs to be two of them, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because um, even, like, if I had to choose, I'd still, I'd easier, if I had to choose even between turkey and chicken, I'd still probably go turkey because I could oh, probably yeah. eat turkey burgers for the rest of my life. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's more. I think it's more flavour in turkey. It's more what you can have with turkey that makes it rather than what you can do with it, like pork. Yeah. Um, but anyway, it's funny. I used to eat a lot of chicken. Well, then you might be better. You like pork so much because the the when anytime there's like serial killers interviewed about cannibalism, they always say long pig. Yeah, that's what they think. Closest. I heard something recently that's bullshit though. That's closer to something else, and I'm trying to think what it is now. I heard that yeah, the mind bow is like chicken. That it was chicken. It's actually closer to or something that comes from right and while we're talking about this it's always that classic line in movies and TV and stuff that they are always the um, oh it tastes like chicken have you ever in your entire life 
eaten anything that Taste. wasn't chicken that Taste. you thought tasted like chicken. That's a good point, actually. No, even stuff that's meant, like if you get like chicken flavored something that doesn't taste like chicken. No. Like chicken flavored noodles, like it doesn't, that just has flavor. Yeah. Like, yeah, it doesn't. I've never looked at like it's The closest thing is if it's cooked really badly, like in a carvery or something, you might get some turkey and go, is that chicken or turkey? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You might question its origins, you know. Is that the joke, though? Is that why where the line comes from originally? Was no, that I joke? think it just comes from uneducated palates of overprocessed food. Yeah. Not, yeah, so not to point the finger, but at more kind of an American food market. It's so different to ours. Yeah. Um, that was one of the things I found the hardest when I lived in the States, was just the, to me, just food was so different. Like, absolutely. But now, in the city, like, I was, like a mate of mine, his wife is from Texas, and she was saying it's just that it's, Ireland is a lot closer to it. And yeah. of course, oh, she, comes, she comes from um, a Latin background as well. So, like, there's also... Her, her community. Did she like live on a ranch kind of thing? Or? No, no, no. She oh. lived like she, we lived in. Um, oh, I can't remember the name. I think she lived outside of San Antonio. Two completely separate people. I only realised yeah, yeah. who you were talking about. And, Sorry. Um, she was saying how she, but her her whole family like the Latin community has a much closer relationship to food. I think it's yeah. very different to the like white middle class ready meal American kind yeah, of yeah. culture that exists more in the cities as well. Yeah, and um, so, but she was saying how, like, like yeah, she, yeah. she was saying how, like, like her dad would go to like the local butcher twice a week. Yeah, and she said it was one of the really funny things because all <laughs> they're they're all like Mexican land and stuff, and how uh, they uh, like she said she always thought the butchers were her cousins because her dad would like walk in the door and they'd be like, "Hey, what's up, cousin? Yeah. What's up, cousin?" And that's just like the culture, and she never knew that it wasn't her cousin's butcher shop for you until she became an adult. <laughs> but that seems to be yeah. But it's a very different. So that's that's yeah. kind of the counteraction. But for what I experienced, like living in Boston, it was very like so processed. Like you go into a supermarket, you can't. Like, it was so hard to buy. Like you know, here, like you go into the supermarket, you can just buy like a fresh lump of say like bacon or ham yeah. or or, sorry, or um, you could buy like a round roast and stuff like that it was just it didn't exist like you could only get like you know like your boned and rolled turkey yeah and if it wasn't frozen it was already cooked you just heat it up I think it's more yeah but it's down to the, like what the, the culture of the city like where is it like Boston Irish mainly yeah yeah um, but like you go to New York and you have like the all the Italian butchers and the Jewish yeah, like yeah, they, they'd have probably the, a bit more of the culture there as well but I, I found it was just a very very different but I think general supermarket like even like a, I imagine having never been to one but I imagine a Walmart in America doesn't have the options of a Tesco here whereas Tesco no. is about our equivalent of a Walmart but you yeah, would still yeah, be able to absolutely. buy fresh food even in yeah, our yeah. the whole reason I went on that long rant was the whole I've never come across anything else that tastes like chicken I wonder, is it? Is that, is that the thing. joke, or is it? Yeah, I wonder. I wonder. I really wonder the origin of that. Mm. Um, so yeah, they say most places and people will tell you that. I think I, we've got free Wi-Fi here. Oh, okay, I we'll tell you that. that um, what's it? Is that humans taste like pork? Yeah. And um, though genetically we're really, really close to pigs. Like on paper. We're aren't we? Genetically, we're 99% identical to a pig. Yeah, it's something mad about that, yeah. But I think we're like, 
97% identical to a dog as well. That just shows how yeah, yeah, different yeah. 1% is. Like. Yeah, yeah. But that's one such a crazy concept, isn't it? That we're yeah, 99% yeah. identical to a pig. Yeah, and then chimpanzees is like 99.97. Yeah. <laughs> Which so. is why, like, when people talk about aliens looking humanoid, it has to be complete bullshit. Because, yeah. Imagine the genetically how different we should be from then. What the hell is that? It's just moving the table downstairs. Sounds like a train going by. I think just because your headphones still doesn't sound yeah. too bad to me. Alright, okay. <laughs> Considering how genetically identical we are to pork, but that doesn't yeah. affect us. But eat monkey, you oh, yeah. get all sorts of damaging effects. So the cl- obviously, you, you could deduct from that that the closer you eat to your species, yeah, the the more danger you're in. So that's another reason why, rather than just not being sustainable, but it's just probably not a good idea for the diseases you'll get. Yeah, yeah, okay. Um, probably the bigger risk, like, is actual disease. Yeah. And there's a bunch, we touched on it a bit, but prion disease is the one. Well, that's like. What does pri- it say, prion? Prion disease is, it's not a disease itself, but that's the. Yeah. Prion is like a protein. I think it's in, like, the brain and spine, maybe? Okay, yeah. And it can, I'm not sure how exactly it happen, what, what, like, causes it. But the proteins like unfold and it can like clump together or something and just oh, cause yeah. like damaged nerves, nerve oh, endings and stuff. Crazy stuff. <laughs> yeah, and eventually just destroys them. And like, if somebody has that, it like it can spread. That protein will spread to you, and you'll get it, and it will just go yeah. on. It's um, I think we talked talked about them in the yesterday's news today. There's a version of disease called Kuru, I think. Yeah, K U R U. Oh, yeah, I remember you saying that before. Yeah, yeah and it was the, the tribe in Papua New Guinea back in like the 1950s got it. Yeah. And that was from cannibalism. Yeah. Obviously. <laughs> but that oh, was of from, course, yeah. But from like the, the Warwick ritual one. And they, uh, like, it killed, I think it destroyed like essentially their entire, not their entire tribe, but there is, or maybe there's some other tribe. It definitely yeah. done like seriously, seriously serious damage. damage like, yeah, yeah. The Australian government, because they'd have been a colony oh, at that, yeah. yeah, like they had to outlaw cannibalism. <laughs> like, <laughs> had to tell them, this is yeah, a bad idea. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. had to actually make a law. That's really for fun. it. But, I think, a ver- I think, like, that, because that's the same, like, prime disease, I think that's that's what my, my cow is. Yeah, yeah. And that's, so that's what. But that's like, how it started in. Yeah. Cows, it was, it was, um, they were upping the protein in, in cow feeds by using the leftover yeah. cows, <laughs> basically. I, I think as well, is it, I think it's like the Forb people or something, that's the tribe's name. I'll look it up. Okay. But whatever their tribe's called, the Kuru is like, it's their word for it, and it yeah. means shaken death. Which it, oh, uh, that's what God, that sounds awful. Like, yeah, the shaken um, death. Oh. Because I know it sounds like a misfits version of like a (laughs) yeah, like a dance. Do the shake and death. (laughs) I look up the name. That's great. That's a great name for an album, even. Yeah. Uh, Or a band. That could be the name for a band. (laughs) We always do that. So many names. Whenever we do this, it's like that could be the name of a band. Um, The in because it's funny because you're saying most of it comes from is it the brain or spine? And obviously, there's with any animal, there's no there's a bunch of organs you just don't you just throw out like um 
that aren't even useful for awful or making sausages or mm. anything kind of like just the bits you just throw out because pieces. Um, and in the road, when your man is shot, the man who finds the two of them hiding beside the road and he shoots him yeah, in the head. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I love that actor, by the way. He's in loads of stuff. Yeah, um, he was in Sarah Connor Chronicles, and he I was in. Watched that, but um, I've seen him in he was in a really good. He was in a sitcom called Raising Hope. He's a great character. He's a great actor. Um, I can't think of his name, but he, they, uh, when the rest of his tribe, I suppose, are there, they leave like his stomach, intestines, yeah. and his head behind, yeah, so yeah. they don't go near the brain. Yeah, would you show like the, the is it in theory that'd be where most of the uh, you know worst bits are? Yeah, but it's uh, where the best protein would be, but it's too it's the biggest it's, risk. It's like. the biggest risk, yeah. yeah. So is it, I like that because it shows it's almost as if perhaps they learned this the hard way. Yeah, yeah. Um, or there's just some sicko amongst them. He's like, oh no, can't eat the bread. Got better off. The uh, the four people as well as the the tribe. The four or the four. 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 Four, like the number one. Oh, okay, yeah. I have a little bit of stuff here on the chicken thing. Um, oh, where it came from? Yeah, yeah. I'm literally going to read a Wikipedia page here, just so you know. Um, apparently, many meats have a taste similar to chicken. Right? Oh, really? Tastes like chicken is a common declaration used when trying to describe the flavour of an unusual food. The expression has been used so often that it has become a cliche. As a result, the phrase is also sometimes used to provide uh, incongruous humour by being used to describe foods or situations where it has no real relevance. Okay, that makes sense. <laughs> uh, as an explanation of why unusual meats would taste more like chicken than common alternatives such as beef or pork, different possibilities have been offered. One idea is that chicken has a bland taste because of fat contributes more flavour than muscle especially in the case of a lean cut as a skinless chicken breast making it a generic choice for comparison um, but again that, that, that kind of backs up my thing of saying like the over processed food that like yeah, it's when someone eats it your when so, we're talking about eating a chicken nugget as opposed to eat like a chicken <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> and, uh, and I'd say not even that but I'd say like chicken flavoured noodles where like yeah, it's exactly. a sachet of chicken <laughs> <laughs> well it's artificial flavourings yeah, exactly. someone has decided taste similar to chicken yeah. um, I have something funny here I've got yeah. like a, a breakdown of like what happened of all the Donner Party members oh how yeah died. this is great Jay. No, but do you know this no, no I remember you doing a little bit of it the last one but uh, this is no this is totally what I'm in the mood for is what right. I mean I'm so, well up for hearing <laughs> well, it, you I might not excited. be I just find this funny so like right Lewis do you mind if I touch my nipples on <laughs> <laughs> Lewis Kaisberg this is the guy actually who the last the man old man at the end yeah who, who as you said was it sorry go on yeah. oh actually no it's worth saying because I because I, I re-listened to that episode we done yeah and there's something I completely forgot to mention all that episode did the Donners themselves like the Donner Party yeah they had their own camp because they kind of got trapped and they never got to build cabins they just had this like bush oh, okay. hut, hut stuff yeah and when George Donner died his wife I think Tam- Tamson she has some weird name she she left to find the others in the main camp and nobody saw her again but she was one of the bodies then that was found in Kaisberg's cabin <laughs> alright okay so the theory is that he didn't just 
find her dead that he probably just murdered her he just straight like, up murdered her later yeah <laughs> which is just fucked up anyway he was, um, was is this the old man who was like fan of the end and like they even found um, other found animal Max. meats where yeah. he had eaten humans as a preference that's what they think yeah because there was still meat in his cabin that wasn't human but he'd eaten all the human meat first yeah <laughs> at least according to the stories from the, yeah. the rescuers like though they've never actually found any evidence that the Donald Park team ate human meat as in there's no the only evidence actually comes from their own stories when they oh, okay. when they excavated the sites years later they found no human remains which kind of makes no sense because they should at least find the graves. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but yeah. they found remains of like pets and everything, yeah. but no human ones, which just makes no sense. But that's crazy. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, that just means they fucked off and died somewhere else. Then that's what some people believe, and for some reason they made up the story about cannibalism. Which would make why would they they would be like oh we're gonna go ten miles in this direction and start a sex cult tell everyone you hate us bye their their lives were completely destroyed because of the whole yeah, yeah. stigma but of yeah course. it makes no sense there's varying theories like because like the, and there is documents like from their journals and stuff where food was so low that they even used it. they'd like make the they'd boil the bones into like a soup like paste. Yeah, which essentially like eating glue that because they've done that so much that maybe there was no remains. Uh, so, yeah, that would make sense. But it's just like bone porridge, basically. Yeah, <laughs> just eating glue. Okay, it's awful. But anyway, like here's the list, right? Now this okay. list is I'm just going to read out about a few because remember this is like 90 people on the list. So Lewis Kaisberg Jr. Uh, he died 25th of January 1847 of starvation. Uh, Landra Murphy, starvation. Uh, Margaret Eddy, starvation. Eleanor Eddy, starvation. Oh, yeah, and buried, sorry. Uh, Augustine Spitzer, starvation, buried. Uh, Milt Elliott, starvation, and cannibalized. Catherine, <laughs> Catherine Bike, uh, starvation, and buried in the snow. Attic Kaisberg, starvation. John Denton, starvation. There's more to Isaac Donner, starvation, he was cannibalised. The next few are cannibalised. Uh, William Hook died of overeating. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God, look at that. How amazing is that? Like, amongst all of them. That is the funniest thing ever. It's just a list of starvation, starvation, starvation. Holy crap. So he just ate everyone. <laughs> <laughs> basically yeah no I couldn't find out exactly if they say they died of starvation slash cannibalism oh well, starvation they were cannibalised after and then unknown oh sorry okay. now I only took a screen grab of oh uh, there's none here but like uh, yeah, Donner's yeah. wife is unknown and cannibalised because so, they couldn't prove she yeah. was murdered there was a few people definitely like the guy that James Reed shot was would have been murdered yeah, yeah. Um, what there was one you could go to that again uh, was the starvation infection uh, oh yeah yeah and starvation exhaustion exhaustion yeah. now the thing with the, the guy that because that you have to remember like my, the rescue parties came at different times that William yeah. Hook who died of overeating he could have been brought rescued brought back to a camp and was given food oh, and just, okay because yeah, that's yeah. what happened to a lot of the guys from the Andes crash yeah yeah they happened, happened a lot of people when they took them out of Auschwitz they 
basically they yeah they, that's they, true they, you know someone someone took them in or even soldiers rescued them and just gave them another rations and then they died mm. <laughs> and uh, I remember this, in Band of Brothers there's a great moment where they find all the people and then the, the, the doctor comes the... along and he's just like you know put them back in yeah you can't feed them too much they have them dirt around the truck just throwing off out food and, and he's like, to, like stop grab it. you can't do that yeah, you will kill these people it's crazy. Imagine having, imagine doing that. No, like imagine having, and you have to because it's the safest thing to do. Yeah. But you'd be such a you'd, uh, be you'd the be the bad guy. Like. But that's it. Like the rest of the episodes as well. He's still just stand there crying, basically. <laughs> yeah. Um, another thing I want to show you here is this gives. We'll put this up. Uh, right. Battery's ready to go. This shows how bad the snow was this year, the, the year the Donner Park oh, okay. they cut down the trees to make cabins yeah so there's a photo from a year later or maybe a few years later yeah of the stumps of the trees so you would cut a tree down like and maybe as low as possible yeah yeah so that's where they cut it down holy crap <laughs> that's how high the snow that so is like what two meters like that's minimum. a guy sitting down so yeah I would say it's well, two meters is what about six foot, so it's more than that. It's about seven or eight. Well, foot. that one's like, yeah, that's because it would have just been a blanket of snow across like that. You'd imagine, yeah, yeah. And you would probably go about say a foot above. Yeah, yeah. that's insane. I'd say it's like nine foot. Like <laughs> it looks like the tree. It's yeah, nine yeah. Foot less. some of them are. That's insane. Um, I talked about that. Oh yeah, I've got some. This is a, a good one. I'm just gonna like. Well, I'm not. I'm kind of reading. Yeah, yeah straight. Good. No, yeah, it's just some facts I have. So, oh, yeah, like we talk about the, the chances of surviving a Donner-like disaster. I've got some. I guess they're facts, but I think through these you could kind of gleam a few tips on what chances we'd have for surviving. Okay, yeah, because yeah, that's the important. That's yeah. sort of the whole point here. Yeah. <laughs> so, according to like Donner Party research conducted by a guy called Donald Grayson of the University of Washington, women are twice as likely to survive extreme cold and hunger yeah. because they have more body fat, uh, yeah. lower um, metabolism. Yes, lower metabolism and a temperament that is less prone to aggression. Yeah. So they're the hardier sex for for winter survival. Really makes sense. Of the thirty six who who died with the Donners, yeah, twenty seven were men and nine were women. Wow. Of the thirty males who died, thirteen percent died as a result of violence. <laughs> <laughs> but there's no evidence that a female. Died of violence. The only one, George uh, uh, Donner's wife, and that's still just a theory. Yeah. But and that's like, I, I, that's something worth like noting that yeah, like in those circumstances, in any sort of disaster scenario, yeah, you're pro- like keeping your cool is probably your best ally. Absolutely, because you will just get yourself killed. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so let's jump in. Okay. Are we? On the Donner Party? Or are we just... Like... I think yeah, we're just... These just the two of us. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> I think we're on, it, we're on it. Okay. I'm a very loud... Start off, I'm a very laid-back person. Yeah. Um, so... You, it's be, you, I'm not really going to be in a, an aggressive situation. 
Um, yeah. You know, I'm not, I'm not quick to fights or anything like that. You want to jump you, to violence. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. You've got a mean streak in you. <laughs> <laughs> streak. I know. I'm pretty nice. Uh, I'm pretty nice. I, like, I find it very hard to like bite my lip as well. Though, yeah, right? yeah. I think more. I, I think that's what I need more in uh, a situation like the Donner Party is like no one other people are in this shit with me. I think being yeah, on yeah. your own in that. Okay. Yeah. I, I think what would really let me down in, and realistically in any survival situation, and that is, I have a very fast metabolism. Mm. And just as you were saying, like women have a low metabolism. Like I have a pretty fast metabolism, and. Back to the thing we were talking about, like calorie consumption. Like, I realistically probably have about three thousand calories a day sitting on my arse, like, yeah. and I'm not fat. <laughs> you know what I mean, like I, and if there's days where I'm like, if I'm digging in the garden all day, or I do big workout at the gym or something like that, I'm up to four thousand. Like, I eat so much for somebody I, my size. Yeah, me too. I, I just. Could not last in the Donner Party. I don't think I could last in the role. Like that's the, the my no, biggest. I don't think I'd get there. My biggest problem with any sort of apocalypse is that like I eat way too much for like it. Yeah, and and I'm not big, so like no, no, I'm saying. What do I do rationing? How much do I drop in weight? Like if I was rationing, like yeah, I would. Do I just burn I stuff would drop so fast? Somewhere. Would I just yeah. stay? Would I be? Would I be 150 pounds no matter how? What kind of diet I'm on? Like I yeah, don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I would just drop. So much weight, so quickly, and uh, but but as you go on, your metabolism slows down mm. the more weight you lose anyway. But um, I'm at a point of a very high metabolism, so I'd just be. Uh, but that's the funny thing is all those. We I know I've said this before is all those like if you take someone who's like a professional athlete, athlete, so like a cyclist or a swimmer or yeah a runner or something, they're on like eight thousand calories a day. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're in in any kind of big world disasters. It's separate now from Donner Party scenario, but they're like the first ones who are gonna die or starve to death. Yeah, yeah, that's true. The people who are obsessed with having like the six pack and are on low calorie diets and all this, they have a really high metabolism. They're just gonna they're gonna be wiped out so quickly. Yeah, I wonder are like boxers and MMA fighters at a kind of an advantage in that because. But they're all about slowing it down, are they? They cut weight so much, like that they, like they have diets that, like their diet varies. Like, say they're doing like an eight-week fight camp. Yeah. They might have four different diets throughout that, like, and yeah. they're never fighting at a natural weight. No, no, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Like you have lads that like would have been in the flyweight division. Like McGregor's gone, is after going up a division, and he, after if he wins this title, he's going to move up to welterweight afterward. So yeah. in a year, he's going to move up through three different weight classes. Yeah. They all aren't his natural. Yeah, yeah. I imagine it's fucking with your body quite a bit, like, but I'd probably. Say, yeah. But any of any of that kind of stuff just fucks your liver and kidneys as well. Um, but anyway, yeah, no, I would have a tough time. Yeah, just going on the road with the caravan. <laughs> would we like die at the side of the road like a week into the trip and never even get to the point of uh... before before Hastings cut off? Yeah, yeah, like... exactly, <laughs> <laughs> dude. <laughs> um, well, no, because you live in that time, so yeah, yeah. Basically, my fast metabolism and my averaging three thousand calories a day is such a first world problem. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it. <laughs> probably the same. Um, There's another. Or sorry. Wait, so you? yeah, living in, in that was 1870s, isn't it? 1846. Oh, 18. Sorry. 18, I, I heard you, yeah, you said 47 earlier, I think it's 74. So. Oh, yeah, it's 47, um, 47 the, the yeah, winter. Uh, so the 1840s, yeah, I imagine I would have much lower metabolism just from the available diet. Yeah, uh, I'd have adapted. Or I'd just be long dead. I, don't know. I wouldn't even be there. So, I know. <laughs> so uh, that's all we have for the <laughs> We'd be dead. I know. Um, okay, yeah, so we get there. Um, no, sorry. Yeah, we we're talking about us in it. No, I think for this, I think we're both just passengers in it because I don't think. Yeah, I think can't, you can't be any of the main players because it has to. Yeah, it's so important to be end up in that situation. So in we're both we we're both about 130 pounds. Yeah, and in an a group like that, in a group like that, like I think, I, yeah, I don't think either of us are. Uh, we'd never be standoffish or confrontational. Like I think if like I think you'd get into a few boxing matches there with the <laughs> lads who get real shitty. Like. I no, I think unless like, but only if it's directed at you. Yeah, unless it's directly. You wouldn't. You wouldn't at be. You wouldn't be jumping into a fight to defend someone else, would you? Not unless it was me. like you or like your a wife or something. Like yeah, yeah, exactly. If I'm walk, like if I'm walking down the street and people are fighting, like cross the street, like I don't like even, everyone else. <laughs> even in a, but, but you know, with some people in a bar will like try and break up something. Like I won't yeah, try yeah. and break up a fight. If no, it's nothing got to do with me. I don't. Yeah, care. if it's my mate, like I'll ju- uh, first thing I do is jump in. Of course, yeah. Because okay. even like the like the if you do break up a fight in a pub, like the first thing that usually happens is because you don't know these two people are fighting. So you say like, you know, it's, it's me and you fighting, and some guy comes and breaks it up, and say you punched me. Like he pushes you. First thing I do, why are you pushing my buddy? <laughs> yeah, yeah. All of a sudden, it's two <laughs> even though the, the next thing is the two of us in jail for murdering someone. Yeah. That's um, what happened. Like, what, it, ha- it happened, happens so often. It happened once to me where a guy was getting really aggressive with this girl outside of the nightclub, outside oh, of yeah. workmen's. Oh yeah, clearly like a couple as well. But he's getting really, and he grabbed her, and I was like, and I think it was me and Vinny. Anyway, me and a friend, we both like. I was like, dude. Yeah, yeah, we both went over, and as soon as we did, she turned on us. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. And all of a sudden, it was them against us. She was like, it's not our fucking business. But, yeah. like, if you're on your own, all of a sudden, it'd be that guy would just be beating you up, and the girlfriend might be, like, hitting you with her shoes or something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, it's just, you just don't get involved in stuff. And no, I'd no. be like that. I just would not get involved. Yeah. Um. I think that's a good lesson for everybody. Yeah, yeah. Like, like that, like, yeah, if anybody went, like, even got slightly aggressive towards my wife, I'd be in there. Uh, you know, the same thing, if it's just you and me. Um, like, I, I, I had a scenario a couple of years ago where uh, my mate Darren, I'll mention him, he does loads of YouTube, he's on... Uh, He's on Twitter as at Badamob. He does a uh, at what you misspelled that right? B A D M B O B, and uh, it's pic- Jurassic Park picture. He does all these uh, let plays on of Minecraft and stuff. He's on Jurassic YouTube channel. Jurassic or, Craft, isn't that the yeah? Or our YouTube channel is uh, at Prod Bottle uh, on Twitter as well, and we do loads of different let's play videos. But so he likes being mentioned on things. Um, <laughs> but I remember years ago, I know we were only about 16, 17, and uh, it was just like some Sunday we went for a walk and we just have to pass like the rough crowd from our school. There's a couple of lads who were, um, they were just like drinking in the middle of the day, like down in, like, in a forest kind of area. And uh, one of them came over to us and he was just like, he got really aggressive with Darren. And 
I uh, like he grabbed his shirt like this. Yeah. So then I grabbed his arm. I put my hand like on his wrist, and I was just like, "Let go, dude! Like, what are you doing?" Like, and he was getting real aggressive. And then out of nowhere, his mate just comes up and just boxes Darren, even though like we'd done nothing. Yeah. But it was just because he looked over and saw I had hands on his mate. But it was because his mate had hands on Darren. Yeah, yeah, it was a really weird scenario, and he just like boxed him right in the side of the head. And Darren wears glasses, so he just got this oh, like yeah, mark yeah. of his glasses across his head. So it was crazy, and uh, we were all like, "What the fuck, man!" And your man literally just came up. He, he was so drunk, he came up, boxed Darren inside it, and just walked away. And uh, and it was all over nothing. Like yeah, it wasn't it was even. Just... It was literally we walked by, and we were probably like a hundred meters away from him. And then one of this one of the guys just came up, and. Uh, it was just like what are you doing here fuck off fuck off you know this kind of thing it was so weird and uh, but that's the kind of scenario where like like I didn't even think about it I was just like trying to pull this guy off Darren you know and that's yeah that's the thing so anyway <laughs> so uh, no yeah I, w- I wouldn't be an aggressive person so unless somebody is getting aggressive with me so we so be, in that way we wouldn't be one of the 13, you survive longer we wouldn't be one of the 13% who died of violence anyway no I'd just be staying out of it yeah unless someone just straight up murdered me like this. so on to another you know the Forlorn Hope group I remember they were the group that sort of left to go and seek help yeah yeah out of there was, I think it was 15 of them and 5 women and 10 guys I could be wrong in the number but something like that yeah of that group uh, only 2 men survived <laughs> and all the women Oh, yeah. Where are we those two men? Sorry? Where are we those two men? <laughs> you see, yeah, like, if there was a group to go out, I'd definitely go out. I would, uh, personally, I would be, I'd be less inclined like, to stay still. Yeah, I'd definitely. Especially in a scenario like that. Like, it's a harsh, harsh winter. You don't, you know, I know that staying still means basically dying because yeah. there's nothing around you to live off. The thing is, you need like, to get out of there. I've never been like afraid of dying in that. Like, and I'm not like I don't mean oh, I'm fearless, but like it's something that never worries me too much. But in a situation like that, I would kind of like if it happens quicker, I don't really care. But there's at least a chance it can be prevented. By yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. No, move. yeah, I would be more, especially in that scenario. Like you're fucked. Yeah, I would I, just accept. Oh, my my attitude would be: I would rather try. I would rather die falling off a cliff. Than yeah, sitting in exactly. a spot freezing to death. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So I'm going to take the risk and look for a trail out of here. Yeah. Or a way out or something. And okay, it's going to be really tough, but I'd rather do that. Um. Though in a lot of ways, I am a little bit play it safe as well. So I would think I would stay for a while, and then when people start going, oh, you know, I think we should start moving, getting out of here. I'd be like, yeah, let's go. Yeah. Yeah. Well, here's an interesting one. Um, of all all the adult males, anyway, that survived being yeah. trapped in the Sierra Nevada, or not of all of them, but just all of them, yeah. were fathers. That's really interesting. Every single bachelor died. Yeah. <laughs> so the only men who survived were people who had, like, a family. Yeah, they had something to fight for. Yeah, basically. so that family union, unit. Yeah. Are, are we, aren't we like family, Johnny? Would yeah, we, we'd like yeah. carry each other. Well, you have a few, who are you, boy? <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> but uh, that's interesting that just the, 
But you've you've a long time partner, kind of, right? Yeah, so yeah. I guess bachelor in that world, single, you'd be like, right? so. when they say bachelor, oh yeah, because you should be common law then anyway. Well, isn't bachelor bachelor is somebody that is not single, like not yeah, yeah. Like, well, see, the thing is, back then you dated for like three weeks and then you got married. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you didn't date for five years and then get married. <laughs> well, I'd say back then, like a lot of people that were married were married just because they'd been together three years. Like it was probably a lot of common law. Marriage yeah, probably, anyway. Yeah, yeah. I'm not sure, like, don't know, don't know enough about that. Um, well, considering like so many of them would have been different religions on that, like, because yeah, yeah. there would have been Jewish people. I don't, don't know when they came over, where they married in another country, that it's still counted in America. They were going to California, they wouldn't have been, yeah, yeah. They wouldn't have been legally married in California because it wasn't in the state yet. I suppose, yeah, in the right time. So yeah, I imagine yeah. a lot of them were just common law. Yeah, yeah. It's, um,. But I find it very interesting that every bachelor died either way. Yeah, it's, it's like the classic thing of, you know, like a confirmed bachelor. Yeah, yeah. It's like code for he he's gay. But then is that a thing that maybe, because you look at like all the men that went out with the forlorn folk, or most of them died, is that a thing that, you know, the family men didn't leave because they stayed with their family? Yeah. But then James Reed, like, he was the one that had it worse. He was the one that was exiled and he was the one that brought the rescue teams back like who's the one that went like he essentially went off and lived the revenant <laughs> yeah yeah still haven't seen that yet you haven't seen it no no still haven't seen it yet. oh I thought I thought you did you not say you would want to see it no oh oh I won't ruin anything so. yeah. we should do an episode about it when you, when you do though <laughs> definitely um, that's really actually all the facts but yeah I guess that is the thing with the just to go back to how the women most of the women survived and yeah. All the men died. I I have to say, thinking about like going through all that. Okay, so the scenario is, we get trapped. Then some of the people are like, okay, let's. We're gonna go out and see if we can get away out of here. Yeah, I'm gonna join that group. Yeah, I'm definitely. not gonna stay sitting there. No. It's uh, to take a I suppose a phrase. I'm not gonna die on my back. Yeah, you know what I mean. I'm, I'm just not that person. I'd rather be mauled by a bear, fall off a cliff, or something. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Sitting shivering in a corner of a, a really badly built cabin. <laughs> um, so we're gonna move out. So we're gonna avoid the main, I suppose, melee of cannibalism that goes on in the camp. That's well, the first group that turned to cannibalism was the oh, four the group, that, out, sorry, the group yeah, that went yeah. out. Yeah. Um, they went out. Uh, I think, I think it was actually. I think we're actually. The funny thing is, we're actually doing this on like the anniversary of the daughter party. So on the anniversary oh, really? of the rescue, or I think the first rescue was like February seventeenth. Oh, okay. So cool. we're just a few days from it. Yeah, yeah, deadly. Um, yeah, I think they didn't turn to cannibalism until like the, the, just before they were rescued. Essentially, they were a few weeks out from being rescued. <laughs> Whereas I think the forlorn hope was like December when they went out. Oh yeah, yeah. cannibalism but they had tough because they walked for well I think it was actually ended up only covering like 10 miles but 10 miles that took 2 weeks to walk because the weather was so bad so they were 10 miles today they were (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) they were burning more calories and stuff doing what they were doing that's another point actually just to go back to the like the women's survival over the men yeah the men then did fill the classic roles they were meant to fill so men were the ones that cut down the wood to make the cabins yeah like the men were the ones 
they took on the classic roles. Yeah, and so they were did all the hard they were at the bigger risks. So it's they're kinda, burning more calories. And, yeah, yeah so the chance of survival kind of is kind of a made up thing too. Women yeah. obviously have that advantage because of just surviving the cold. But yeah, it's different to taking say a group of like mountain climbers today getting trapped somewhere. It's yeah, very, very different. Um, and you mix with men and women. The women probably still have a slightly better chance of surviving yeah, the cold. Yeah. But in terms of everything else, it's just to what what sort of exertion you're using or whatever. Yeah. Um. But what were you saying before? Oh yeah, going out. Yeah, so they're the first ones to resort to it. Yeah, I'd yeah. forgotten about that. So time. we, so um, we probably would, would you? I don't think so. No. Because I think I would assume it's such a last resort that I'd be like, "What's the point? This is going to put it off for a few days." Yeah, I, th- I think when you reach that point, it's either. You've gone mad from starvation. That, that whole kind of thing. Of, oh, what's the point? Is doesn't you don't that doesn't even go through your brain anymore. You're just like, I need to eat this. Yeah, you know? yeah. Or, you're, or yeah, or you're just like, fuck this. it's kind of out of here. Like you, you know, you know when you like, I'm sure you've had it like living with your wife or like you know maybe she's away for a long time. You do dinner, you do for like maybe two or three maybe two days and you have to keep some from her fucking starving and you know you shouldn't have the last bit but you're like you just can't resist because you've eaten so much and it's really nice and you just take the last piece and you're like I'll worry about it after mine's just kind of like that where you're just like I just have to have something like yeah yeah that's a very bad (laughs) compared to like eating the last of your pasta left over (laughs) but um, well you just can't resist it like yeah it's it's kind of one of those things is we've been lucky enough to live lives where we've never reached the point of you haven't eaten for a couple of days yeah so I've no I've no reference to it at all like we we always reference on this podcast is like hey we grew up in a really poor Ireland and all that kind of stuff but one thing is our our parents always managed to do was feed us like yeah, that was, yeah. and that, that like and there were times when we were like when I was young that it's something that would be reflected upon now that like when you're a kid you're not really aware of it but there's times where this is like the priority was money went on the food yeah and yeah. that was certainly there was nothing else. like there was nothing else was there was nothing else bought that week but food like there's no if you if you needed new shoes for school you waited another month yeah, or, you know yeah. like I suppose I think that's and, and it's, it's I like me and my wife are the same like we would to us are our priority every week is that our fridge is full when we go shopping Same, like, like, and that we have like we plan out our whole food week it's always our priority and then and then your next priority is on make sure of rent yeah <laughs> but I think that's an Irish thing of like growing up with the stories of the famine I think Irish people are just raised to worry about food over everything else yeah I guess because you know we're talking about cannibalism and I guess like one of the big things you know, because, okay, well, you might have to. We're talking about could we? we, we you think you couldn't? Um, if it really, really came down to it, maybe I could. I don't know. Okay, well, I think... I, do you know what? It would depend on who it was. <laughs> no, I, I genuinely... It really does. And it, I think it would. Um, 
for all intents and purposes, it's going to be strangers. It's going to wrap up it, 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 it's getting way too loud with people listening. The, the entire thing was about, about cannibalism. No, about yeah. cannibalism and the idea that you know you might turn to. I don't know if the people listening would or not. But the big question, if you find yourself in a Donner Party situation, or even just like you know trapped in a minor mountain, like when it's just you yeah. and a friend. Oh, we should do that film. Have you ever seen Jerry, the Gus Van Sant film with Matt Damon? No. Oh, it's just about two two friends that go for a hike and get lost. Oh, really? And eventually, like, one of them's going to have to eat the other. <laughs> That's really funny. But, um... <laughs> I think I was telling you about when you were doing Out. It's part of the Death Trilogy. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Death by a stranger, Death by a friend, and Death by yourself. Each. Oh, the, yes, yeah, the, yeah. You're death by yourself. Death by your, yourself. yourself. Yeah, yeah. Um, I remember you telling me that before, yeah. yeah. But uh, so I guess the big question is like, how much trouble could you get in if you go get trapped somewhere, end up eating somebody, and come back? You know, is cannibalism legal? Oh yeah. Uh, the answer is yes. Oh, because it's survival. The, but the, it's if you didn't kill them, isn't it? Well, well, because the crime isn't eating them; the crime is murder. Yeah. So of course, murder. Is, is it not in desecrating human remains? Yes, but. You can get permission if somebody allows you to eat them. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah it's different. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, okay, you're well, in no, that survival scenario. Well, okay. no, no, that's what I was going to get to now. I'll, I'll, so, okay. as you have a record, then okay. you can prove your innocence. If we ever get lost in the mountains, yeah, and I die of natural causes, there can't be any wounds, so you can't kill me. Well, if I've died of natural causes, you have my permission to eat my remains, stay alive. <sighs> and that way, you me know, personally, you personally, Shane Collins. Um, and that way, if you, if that happens, you can play this episode to them. And okay, should, you should well, be fine. well, in the same deal, I suppose. <laughs> I'll have to agree the same, Johnny. If, again, if I've died of natural causes, yeah, or, or you know, if I were walking through a trail and. Lost and you're, we're both starving, and I <laughs> happen to trip and fall and die. We're going hunting shortly, so like you can, you can just shoot me. <laughs> the rest of the party just standing there as I'm like savaging you. Johnny tripped and shot himself in the face. <laughs> so I ate him. I was like, but Shane, you were like half a mile from your house. Like, yeah, but he gave me permission. <laughs> um. Well, I suppose at that point it doesn't really matter what happens to my body. I'm dead. I'm not going to care what you do to my body. So yeah, yeah. Like I mean, I wouldn't me. care if somebody could actually prolong do you know what, their actually, life. I would say just just leave the face alone. Where to me, and I, I've just rationalised it in my head. Okay, where to me it works is okay. We're on an airplane, small airplane. You mean a pilot, right? We go down in the middle of a huge wood somewhere, like say. Far up Canada, somewhere like that. Yeah, right? yeah. Pilots killed on impact. Right. We yeah. grab maps, compasses, yeah. any rations, yeah. water they're in there. We know it's say a two hundred mile hike to the nearest town. Yeah, right. And we work our way through the rations, all that kind of stuff. You have a horrible leg wound. You're bleeding out. We get to a certain point, and you're like. Uh, I know it's say at this point we're 50 miles away yeah, yeah 
And for me to survive the walk of those 50 miles, I need to eat, say, whatever, another 3,000 calories. Yeah, yeah. And the only way I'm going to get it is from eating you. And I know, I know by doing that, I will get to that town and survive. Then I would do it. Where if it's just a hopeless thing of, I think civilization is that way, I would be like, it's not worth it. But in, in yeah. that scenario where I know if I don't do it, I won't get to that town. Yeah. Where if I do, I will. And that's so, it, to me, it would be worth it then because it's the push of the calories. This like I would I sit down with you as you're like I'm dying. I'm like let's do the maths on this. Yeah. You yeah. know, is it worth it? Well, that's kind of the Donald Party's story because they were only a hundred miles from <laughs> California, but yeah, like yeah. they were a hundred miles in like an elevator on a mountain though yeah, 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 through, yeah. it was still gonna take weeks to get and like, through sorry like, and for this scenario to work it has to be the depth of winter that there's like there's no animals around to snare and survive off yeah, of. yeah. there's no plants that we could I could be munching along the way or yeah like the only advantage with the Donner party I guess is that there was no uh, bears around that were hibernating yeah yeah can you imagine how risk how much risk they'd be at in the camp if like bears lit stems through the winter Oh, with all that meat around yeah, yeah no yeah that's the only way I think that's the only way I'd do it if I knew yeah. if I knew it would get me to civilization like to like civilization it yeah. was it was the last thing I need it was the last thing that I needed to get there I guess with, with the Donner Party one it's just that idea of it being so hopeless like, and I know yeah, they made it in the end but then they did only come out with like 30, 40 people like I didn't realise this until recently but it was very uh, nice of the, the Donner party that I always thought they like tried they held off until they killed their livestock but they actually killed their livestock very early Oh yeah. and tried to like preserve the meat but they killed it very early because they didn't see any point in the animals except for oh really okay. so they were because like, there would have been absolutely crazy. nothing to feed them oh yeah and then they did eat less valuable meat out of the animals I suppose yeah, well, if they were starving themselves, like the, there was because there was a lot of like family dogs and stuff, and they were killed yeah. straight away. Just did they eat them? They did eventually, yeah, but yeah. they weren't killed for food. They were killed. Oh, okay, they, for mercy. <laughs> you can't have a dog starving. Like it doesn't know. It, it can't even. A human can like tell themselves. Yeah, yeah. you will get something somewhere because they could hunt. They they were able to hunt a few things. The really sad part about the Donner Party is that just a few miles from where they were, actually pretty much the lake they were camping on, uh, there was salmon. Oh. they could have fished. Oh man! If uh, the there was the remember Lewis and Salvador, the two Indians that were brought back during with the Furlong Hope, they yeah. never met made it back to the base camp. If they had, they'd have been able to show them how to fish through the ice and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Wow. So that's a note to end on, maybe, that uh, then they'd try fishing. <laughs> yeah, so... Turn into cannibalism. So I, think, so I think the conclusion is, in the Donner Party, the odds of us are dying are pretty likely. We could end up being those last few survivors, but we're not going to resort to cannibalism. So will we survive long enough for the rescue party... Yeah. Possibly. The only thing, like, in, in that sort of a scenario, I guess what I'd worry about, say everybody, say it was a case where, like, the group decided that this is okay, 
Yeah. And somebody dies and they're going to eat them. I would worry if you didn't partake in it, you'd be next. Yeah. So, and that's the yeah, kind there of... could be a bit of that kind of like mob mentality. Yeah, well. and that's where I probably would do it. Because then it's more about the survival, surviving being... Yeah, you're either with them or against them. Yeah. I think that's it. Like, I think... I co- this is something we might have to revisit. Because I, I, couldn't, I, I couldn't say for certain whether I could ever do that or not. In my mind, I still always have the... Because it's the knowledge we have now, looking back at all these stuff. Is yeah. Nobody ever comes out of it. Okay. Okay, here's what we do. <laughs> For an experiment, we go. We we rent like a cabin in the woods somewhere. Yeah, for five days, we only bring enough food for three, (laughs) and see what happens. And record the whole thing. We will start if people like that idea. We will. uh, (laughs) If you want to fund that idea, set up a Kickstarter or something. That's a great idea. Yeah, I like that. We'd just come home really cranky. But like, you know, <laughs> but it'd be, but it'd be for, a really funny experiment. For comedy. Because we've never died. But I don't really want to ever starve myself on that because it's so bad for yeah. your body and your liver and stuff like that. But the whole point is you try and have to stretch your three days' food to five days. Yeah. So you wouldn't be starving yourself completely. You'd be just way under your calorie intake. I think what you'd need to do is, though, like, you would, we would need to have like what's something you just really is there any food you really like really hate mainly it's okay so I think oh, the end no. game the end game for you has to be hungry enough to eat maybe. there is a huge chicken roll like like one of those like a yard chicken roll oh. that is covered in mayonnaise that's your oh, human body yeah. if you were you have to you have to see can you get through the five days without resorting to that oh, and I, mine would be like a Hawaiian pizza <laughs> <laughs> but can I just eat your Hawaiian pizza and you eat no no they're both here our last no because we have to control it ourselves I know yeah, yeah. You'd, like I would have your chicken roll and you'd have my Hawaiian pizza <laughs> yeah, yeah and so we'd have to see can we get through the five days it out because honestly like I can't stomach a Hawaiian pizza oh really like I've been sta- like because my mom buys them when I, I've gone home and came back there was no food in it but there was like oh shit oh there's a pizza and I've gone out and there's a Hawaiian pizza it's like oh I'll wait until, the, I'll wait until I eat in the morning <laughs> like, oh, like I can't but stomach the, them I I'll find like well then I just have oh, toast, like, toast or something. Yeah, yeah but like I, I can't um, stomach them I couldn't eat one like that would be really hard yeah yeah no I've not so much more recently but say in the last five years I have been in a scenario where my only available meal had mayonnaise in it yeah and and like that kind of thing like it was say lunch and I had breakfast at like 9 o'clock yeah, yeah. and it was now about 3 o'clock and I was just like and I knew I wouldn't get dinner till, till like 9 yeah so, you know yeah. so I knew like and to me that's the most starving I've ever been <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. and because I missed second breakfast and brunch <laughs> right and uh, so I did eat like a it was like a pre-made chicken stuffing sandwich that had like a layer of mayonnaise and I was just it was just it wasn't an enjoyable experience I was just like I remember I I bought actually I was at a convention last year uh, like a comic book convention the big one Dublin Comic Con and my wife was with me I was filming interviews all day and she went and got me a um, a pulled pork bat and she said before she could say anything they dumped 
coleslaw on top of it. Oh, exactly. And she was just like, you fucking assholes. And it was like a tenner or something as well. It was like way too much money for what it was. And so she really kindly got like a load of napkins and pulled it all out. But there was still a bit there. But I was at that point I was so hungry, but I was still just like, it's really annoying. It was really, really like all I could taste was that mayonnaise. Yeah, well, that's this, one of the reasons I don't like mayonnaise. I think it's just a very powerful flavor. You, oh, it is. Yeah, because I remember, and I, I don't have a problem with vinegar, and I don't have a problem with eggs, but it's just that yeah. combination, and especially well, it's that jarred mayonnaise. If I was to make mayonnaise myself, like with it was just egg yolks and vinegar, um, I'd probably find it and oil. I'd probably find it okay actually. Yeah. So like your bunker is stocked just with like pre like tinned chicken and mayo <laughs> could you could you live out the apocalypse even now <laughs> no I'm killing myself man. <laughs> um, we're going to do are we going to do volcanoes next week yes super volcanoes super volcanoes I did a shitload of research on it yesterday because I, I thought we'd because we thought we'd get two done today and then uh, the Lewis strike was on so Caldera isn't that the, the scientific name for it yes some of that is I think we're we're done on the Donner Party anyway. Yeah, but not so we we didn't really answer the question. We'll either die or we'll either survive. We're not sure. I think it's the first one we hit where we're not sure. I think it's the uh, about the tenth one where we're not sure. We just go for more effort to work it that we survive in the other ones. Yeah, I suppose there was ones where we were two men in a trench coat. Because I think in so. this, <laughs> this scenario, there's more variables where yeah. like we survive, like maybe we went off like James Reed we could have survived we'd yeah, probably yeah. have died if we went with the forlorn hope because yeah. we wouldn't have turned to cannibalism that early no but in that scenario I would have gone for the jump off a cliff jump in a frozen yeah, river but whereas if we stayed at the camp we'd have probably went with the group group mentality yeah and so there's so many variables that it depends on which group we go with dude, dude like they just come to a rescue they just find you and me just like Painted naked in blood, like, like with just cows. like just skulls around us. Yeah, yeah, like Lewis in it. <laughs> yeah, and we're just like, and, and the survivors come and we just kill them and eat them. <laughs> You're here to rescue I just us. Wait until summer. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, do you want to go look at bugger bags? Yeah, let's go do that. You don't have to go for a while. Um, well, I'll do that and then go home. Yeah, we're not even joking. We are. Going yeah, to we're gonna go look at bugger bags. Um, Alright, so that's it. Stay safe and uh, be prepared. Have a nice apocalypse.